0: This episode of You in the Ring is brought to you by The Grad House. One of the best-kept secrets on campus, The Grad House is for everyone. They offer a range of house-made meals that cater to diverse dietary needs. And with weekly specials, you are sure to find something new every time you visit. Located right off the bus loop, The Grad House is a great place for lunch, dinner, or just hanging out with friends.
1: The Grad House. You don't have to be a grad student to eat here. You are now entering UVic Confessions and Crushes, preparing content. Please wait.
2: Guys who are obsessed with World War II seem to think that it makes them both deep and interesting.
3: It doesn't.
1: The only time I ever look before crossing Ring Road is when I remember I have my laptop in my backpack.
3: I don't know what math is, and at this point I'm too afraid to ask.
1: I think I'm relapsing
0: back into my eating disorder. I recovered over a year ago, but there's this my breakup, hot piece of. He
2: used to be a varsity rower. God damn, he's so fine. To come back. I
1: stole my brother's mac and cheese, and now I feel very bad because I love my brother. But I was just so hungry, and I also I a guy that plays hockey to be my boyfriend.
3: I've the found the nicest washroom in all of Victoria. Off, Hillside yes, Mall, so food court. Seven, two, ten, what a shock. Thank right. me later.
2: You're Let's cute, a and you should sip away. Bohemian back. Rhapsody on the Red or is. Or honestly, is the best fit. One of the most she obligated songs of the mid to low tier. At me if you can.
4: You're listening to You in the Ring, a program about UVIC life on CFUV one oh one point nine FM in Victoria. Broadcasting from the Songhees and Husanich territories of the Lekwungen and Sinchothan speaking people whose relationship with the land continue to this day. On this episode, we take a deep dive into the anonymous world of a popular Facebook page, UVic's Confessions and Crushes. Alright, my name's Giraffa.
5: Um, I'm Ass Pirate.
4: Yeah, I guess that makes me Chadman. These are the Admins, and obviously, these are not their real names. This is Giraffa's story.
2: I was in Siena, maybe what, a year or two ago, and they have uh, this long-lasting tradition, the traditional sport where it's horse racing in the center of town, but you're allowed to kick the other guys off. And they have a lot of teams. They've got the eagles, the giraffes, the snails, who are actually good. Don't get that confused right, by right. what they are. And Not a uh, real representation. I, I represented the giraffes. I brought you brought the I brought flag. The, I brought the flag. <laughs> Shit, like I was repping. I didn't actually end up go to the. I didn't end up going to the tournament because I. Went to a different uh, town by then, but, like, I remember there, they had rallies, like, in the center of the street, and then you'd be, like, waving <laughs> the waving flag, the and you'd be like, giraffe, that, and, <laughs> Yeah, okay. it was... Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I yeah. want
5: it on record that I did not know that story. I literally thought that your name was Giraffe just because you're tall.
4: And this is Ass Pirates.
5: And there's not a huge story behind it, other than Ass is part of my name, and my ancestors were pirates.
4: And finally, Chadman...
6: I wanted a name that, you know, had admin in it. And, you know, I guess Chad. Really
5: encapsulated your really? personality. Really just like, oh yeah, you
6: know it. Total yeah. Chad. Just kind of like thought it was funny. Yeah, I wanted to become like Sadman or like Radman, but oh, okay. I just figured, you know, I guess
2: Chad works.
4: The page allows anyone to anonymously confess to whatever is on their mind with no repercussions. So we wanted to find out who created it. I did. That was Giraffa.
2: It originally started, um, I started with a friend of mine. I was making it by myself and then... I had a friend say, "Hey, what you do?" And I was like, "Oh, I was trying to make. I'm gonna try to make a new confessions page because the one we have currently is dead.
4: The dead page. Youveit confessions stopped posting in February 2017.
2: Yeah, I have no idea who made that one, but it. I checked, and like the last post was from, like two years ago or right, something. So yeah. it, it was abandoned. So I was like, "Okay, got to make a new one."
5: And then I came along.
2: This is Ass Pirate now.
5: We started dating last year, and yeah, cool. I ended up getting involved in the page.
4: And she started posting.
5: The so, only one posting.
4: And commenting.
5: Commenting on stuff, moderating everything as much as I could. And like, yeah, we were all involved in it and the decisions with the page, but it just kind of became my baby. Right. To an extent. And we ended up bringing on two more admins, Pierce Nips and Chadman. Yeah,
6: no, I, I, I've been here since uh, the beginning of fall as of last year. Yeah, I got dragged into this mess <laughs> uh, because uh, the other one, the other admins here, these these lovely people are my buds. That's fine. And uh, I've been pestering them since spring of last year. At first, the page was desperate. They needed the post,
4: and they didn't really care what was said.
2: Yeah, they're definitely like at first, it was kind of like the wild west. Like there's everything would get post. I mean, there's obvious exceptions of stuff that wouldn't get posted, but mm-hmm. definitely in the beginning, it was just post everything because we just need as much posting as possible, just mm-hmm. to generate like publicity and stuff but you know definitely as like the weeks and months progress like definitely like you know more people are coming on we had to put in some more rules and make sure everyone was having a good time so right
5: in- most of the confessions were just giraffe we just oh, really?
2: yeah we're just me i was like because i had i don't know i don't know if this is like immoral or unethical but i had to get the ball rolling somehow right, yeah. so i was just like wow this page is so cool like <laughs> who who created this and I'm pumping just, your tires a little bit? Yeah, a, l- yeah, a yeah. little bit. Like, That's fair. It, I still kind of feel guilty about it, but it's like you know what? Like this thing had to get moving. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. mean, but
5: it got people engaged. It did like, get
2: people engaged. I
5: remember following the page from the very beginning yeah. and like talking about it with people when I wasn't on the inside, and then like
2: got connected. It, it
5: just started rolling in such a way that like none of us ever could have anticipated it getting to the point where it is now.
4: The page started getting bigger, and slowly but surely, the amount of confessions increased as well. All different kinds: weird fetishes, embarrassing stories, angry rants, and crushes.
5: Most of the stuff that we receive is confessions. Um, crushes are pretty rare. Um, when people like direct message us questions, it's mostly like wondering if everything is anonymous when they send it in. Right. Which of course it is. We don't actually have a clue who sends in. Yeah, most how would you get back to them
2: on mm-hmm. that question? Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh,
2: there's a lot of I don't. Oh, know, there's like a few. I'd say there's a lo- a few crushes though. Like most of the crushes mm-hmm. are always like people seeing other people that they find attractive in their classes, and it's always the same format. It's this person's gorgeous. I want to ask them out, but I'm scared. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> just. Talk to them, please. Instead of like,
5: posting it yeah, on an anonymous t- yeah. page where no one knows who you are. Yeah.
2: Like it, it, it's like it's funny because I'm just like, come on, guys, like just mm. like I mean I know it's hard, but just get up there and just say hi to them.
6: Maddie Height literally takes my breath away every time I see her.
2: Why don't you
4: introduce yourself and yeah, just tell me about when did you first start hearing about UVIC Confessions, the page.
7: So my name is Maddie, and I just found the page on Facebook when I was kind of new to Victoria and to UVic. I had heard about like the UVic Textbook Exchange and UVic 2021, 2022, and the page was fairly new when I found it. It's definitely grown a lot. Um, So I just followed it, honestly, for entertainment. (laughs) It just kind of went from there.
4: Right. And did you like... Did you follow it pretty closely? Did you think it was funny? Did you think it was dumb? Like, what were your thoughts when you initially found it?
7: I won't lie, every night before bed, I would log on to the page and read the newest ones because they didn't post that many in a day.
4: Was it, Would you call it a guilty pleasure?
7: Yeah, definitely a guilty pleasure. I wouldn't admit to anybody that I was <laughs> reading it throughout the day.
4: <laughs> and it turns out Maddie's guilty pleasure was actually everyone's guilty pleasure.
7: It's just gotten more popular, I mm-hmm. think, and a lot of people use it for... Definitely more confessions, I would say, than crushes. And I honestly think it picked up when it started getting more popular and people started name dropping. I think everyone secretly wants their name to pop up and that's why it got more popular.
4: Right. Yeah, like it's everyone's kind of, you know, everyone wants to be admired from afar. Like for sure. Like you want the attention. Like it's like a weird outlet where like you might be able to see your name pop up.
7: Right, and there's, there, there's a chance if someone's in your class. Right,
4: or which is what happened with you.
7: With me, yes. So I found out actually from my best friend, Olivia, who tagged me in the post because she follows the page as well, and she just happened to see it before me. And I thought it was a joke. I thought she wrote it. So I, <laughs> ha, ha, like, ha, ha, very funny. Um. You know, and she admitted it. She goes, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And so I went into a slight panic.
4: (laughs) Well, like, yeah. Like, so what thoughts went through your head when you found out that it wasn't a joke from your your best friend?
7: What went through my head is that I honestly don't really know anybody here. Like, I come to school and I go home. I don't have any friends at school. I don't know anybody in my classes. So it was who knows me by name here.
4: Okay. So you were... A bit creeped out and like kind of suspicious, but Yeah, like, more okay.
7: suspicious of just who could this be.
4: How did you how did you react? And like what kind of actions did you take?
7: So I commented on the post and just kind of said, you know, I'm super easygoing, like you can reach out to me and then I couldn't stop thinking about it, so I said, well, if this person knows me by my first and last name, they must know me on a social network, mm-hmm. so I posted it on my Instagram story and my Snapchat story and just kind of left it there. It and just
4: blew the horn. Like, I yeah. just blew
7: the horn, like, who is it? I won't be able to sleep. Tell me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, and all right. then what happened?
7: And then... It was in the middle of the night. Like I got, the night that you, the night that you I got blasted
4: it. it. Yes, the night I, that I
7: blasted it, I'd say even like a few hours after, because I had posted it in the night. Um, I got a Facebook message from the mystery man.
4: Okay. And what, what did it say?
7: <laughs> it just said, like, hey, that was me. Um, you're super beautiful yeah it was just a very basic message. It was me, and would you want to go for a coffee sometime?
4: Okay. yeah, so let's just backtrack a bit When you did like post it on all the all the social. Uh, platforms what were like did you have hopes expectation did you like kind of like romanticize the idea that like it could have been like a crush you had at the time or like were you just like still kind of like trying to stay grounded
7: i mean yeah i definitely had like the little fantasy that it's like my dream man and we're gonna it's, it's gonna be the best story to tell and you know all these thoughts and who could it be running through my head but it ended up being someone
4: you didn't know that well? That
7: I didn't know. At yeah. Or no no at all. No, that I'd never even seen before. So
4: How did that interaction play out? He compliments you again through right, Messenger.
7: Right. And he took a shot and said, Would you want to go for a coffee sometime? And I actually was seeing somebody at the time. Oh. Nothing crazy, but yeah. exclusive. Okay. And and I turned him down and he was he took it really well, said it, oh, okay, that's fine. And you know, I was super flattered. I think anybody would be
4: so it's interesting. You were seeing someone at the time, but like you still like sought this out. What did what did For your sure. what did your partner at the time think of this?
7: Um he's not like wasn't threatened, like he was just like, whatever. Yeah. I was mean, he
6: curious too? <laughs>
7: um yes and no. He was just he's a very chill person. He didn't think anything would come out of it, but Okay. No, he wasn't too concerned. No drama? No drama. Drama free. I'm yeah. pretty picky when it comes to men, so I wasn't even thinking that something could happen. Okay. But it's fun to fantasize about Totally,
4: it. yeah. I feel like, yeah, like we said, like, everyone kind of, like, has that fantasy or, like, romanticizes the idea of being, a, like, approached by some secret admirer, you mm-hmm. know? It's mm-hmm. like almost, like, modern-day fairy tales in, like, <laughs> yeah. a really creepy way.
7: Well, the modern-day, yeah, like, technology fairy tale.
4: Yeah. Would you compare, like, the uh, like the name-dropping on a, like, secret admirer board to, like, being, like, the glass slipper of, like, our time or something?
7: <laughs> I mean, I yeah, like, that seems kind of right. <laughs> yeah.
4: Maddie got caught up in the fairy tale of it all. But when the clock struck midnight, the reality of the situation sunk in. It wasn't a prince posting on UVic Confessions. It was just a shy student who was trying to deal with a crush. Does it bother you that he didn't ask you in person rather than using, you know, some kind of secretive platform to get your attention?
7: Honestly, if he had approached me in person, I felt I would feel like I was put on the spot as much as I would have been flattered. um, And I have been asked out in person um, by a stranger. And it's typically not... I hate to say my favorite thing because I hate that I'm saying that I'd rather be behind the screen while I'm talking with somebody. So I
4: guess like the anonymous nature them, is it a good like outlet to like kind of deal with those infatuations? Do you expect anything to come of it when you like make those posts or do you just kind of, is it almost like venting romantically?
7: I almost want to say it's more venting because if you're going ahead with it anonymous, how are they supposed to find out who you are without you reaching out to them? anyway. So he would have had to have reached out to me. I couldn't have figured out who it was. It's
4: almost like a test or like a challenge. Like you're letting someone know, hey, I'm interested in you. And now it's up to you to like, show me that you're interested in like this person. Like, how far are you willing to go Uh to find out who I am?
7: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I find a lot of the comments are not like mine. Mine was very you please reach out to me? You know, I don't bite. And a lot of the comments I find are just like, ooh, ooh, scary or eek or they don't even comment.
4: Maddie doesn't regret reaching out. She was able to put a face and name to her secret admirer and hopefully give them both a sense of closure. It was an interesting experience, one that probably won't happen again on UVic Confessions. They stopped allowing full names to be posted pretty early on. Since then, it's grown to become this place where people can vent their stresses, voice an unpopular opinion, or even open up about their own mental health. Here's the admins again.
5: In the beginning of the page, there was a time where we just got a lot of confessions about people almost reaching out for help because they were going through a really dark time. And so we wanted to find a healthy way to respond to that. So we ended up setting up a separate section of our confessions form where people, if they were feeling down or just going through a really hard time, could send us their email address, and then we would send them a list of resources oh, cool. where they could potentially get help.
4: The admins say that because of this, the page has become more than just a place for people to post anonymously. It's become a community.
5: Because I feel like at its core, what the page is about is like we're all going through this university experience together with its <laughs> ups and its downs and the funny parts and mm-hmm. the hard parts. And so I feel like um, it's nice to be able to have that aspect of the page where people can reach out for help. And like, even in the confessions themselves, we'll get a lot of people like commenting and giving others like advice and like just building like almost a support group around that person in the comments Mm -hmm. section. And I think that's really cool.
4: You can go on the page and see this almost every day. But there's a flip side. It creates posts that call out other posts or commenters, and this leads to multiple submissions that fixate
2: on one issue. Pretty soon,
4: the admins got to be overwhelmed.
2: Yeah, at some points, I almost feel like a fire department because, like, there'll be a big like UVIC drama. Something will happen, and then you know, we'll post a few posts, but then like it just keeps getting bigger and more and more confessions get about the same thing. So it just keeps piling on each other. Then at some point, we just got to be like, okay, like. Yeah, it's this too much. Just, it's just too much. Like, we don't want this to just be like a huge, like, war page or something. Yeah, because right. I feel
5: like if the page becomes oversaturated in just, like, one area, like, we only post Starbucks stuff. Yeah, yeah. No one really wants to, like... You lose interest yeah, after a exactly. while. Oh, That's fair. Yeah,
6: true. and then after that, we get a bunch of, like, kind of anti-confessions that are just, you know, harping on all these people, confessing about these trends.
4: On top of this, the page is only getting bigger and bigger. And pretty soon, the admins were forced to draw a line.
5: Well, because at this point, we received, like, hundreds of confessions a day. Oh, really? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not super possible for us to post absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And especially the stuff that's just dumb, like people sending in just a name or, like, just a letter. Like, of course, those get cut out. And then we also cut out stuff that's, like, of course, racist and, like... Yeah. Just stuff that yeah. we we'll don't light-hearted. want. keep it light Yeah.
2: Purposely is like, intended to hurt. Yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah, just people being, you know, mm-hmm. using the anonymity to, like, be jerks, so. Right. Yeah.
5: yeah. And also, ones, we cut out confessions often that, like, directly call out someone by name and then are um, negative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Just stuff that we don't want the page to be about. Right. And yeah. that's not to say that we cut out everything. Like, we post a yeah. lot of what we receive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's just some stuff that I don't think needs to be out there. It's
2: like, I don't know, for me, at least it's, I hate feeling like I'm a police, like just like constantly monitoring everything. But, you know, like definitely like our message is like, you know, keep everything like light spirited and, you know, have fun with it. So, you know, there is like, definitely have to find the balance between, you know, like letting everyone like, you know,
5: have free reign, have
2: have their freedom to like say what they want, but at the same time, like we have to like,
5: don't let them take advantage of yeah. the anonymity to just be jerks about right. it. Okay. So um, my
0: name is Josie. I am a second year linguistic student here at UVic. Um, I spend a lot of time on the internet because that's what people do today instead of having actual hobbies. Um, and one of my favorite things that I've stumbled across is the UVic Confessions and Crushes page, which... I'm not really sure how I found it. I think somebody shared it from their Facebook, and I saw, oh, that that looks fun. And I always like like the the secret confessions pages, so mm-hmm. I've just really kept up with it. I check it every day.
4: <laughs> so you're pretty active on the page. Um, you've called out people, you've been called out yourself, and you've also submitted a few uh, confessions. Um, which do you prefer?
0: Um. I mean, most of the people who know me know that I'm pretty much an open book. So when I post something on the page, it's usually either to like ask a question or like, you know, say something I thought was really funny and like broadcast it to other people who might find it funny. But Mm
5: -hmm. I like
0: I like commenting on people because I know like there are a lot of people, you know, ask you know, questions, and I like to be able to help them and maybe direct them in the in the right place if that's possible. So I think commenting is my favorite, but definitely just like reading them all.
4: Right. Okay. You're, you like to be just like the viewer as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 just like popcorn, right? You get to watch everybody's drama unfold.
8: Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like the universe just hates me. No matter what I do, either try or not, to varying degrees. I just don't understand. I can't get a GF or even even just a hookup. Tinder has been unsuccessful. And any girl I remotely have any feelings for either has a BF I'm not aware of at the time or sticks me in the eternal abyss known as the friend zone.
0: So what I commented on it, um, maybe if you don't treat women as only good for sexual or romantic relationships, then maybe you'd have better luck.
4: To that one
8: who commented about me treating women as sexual objects and not anything else you can fuck right off everyone i meet i treat with the most respect unless they're then i treat them accordingly when it comes to women i am nothing but nice caring and friendly at all times smiley face
4: did you expect, like, that kind of response?
0: I, I didn't. I didn't think anybody would get that worked up. I was, like, thinking, oh, you know, I might get a few thumbs up on my comment. Yeah. I didn't think, I, he, you know, he'd go so far as to write another post. And the post was published in the same day. So, yeah. like, obviously, like, this guy was real mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, you know, like, first of all, like, with the with the original post, the universe – doesn't owe you anything the universe doesn't hate you if you cannot you know find a relationship with a woman it's obviously like at this point it's because you are doing something wrong because there are a lot of single gals here that would love to be in a relationship Mm -hmm. and you are not stellar material if you are behaving like this also if you like call people you've never met a bitch online because that's just like what would your mother think Like, what would your parents think if they saw you? So, you know, I saw that. And, you know, the first part, like, I get it. I get what it's like being single. But as soon as you pull out the friend zone, that's not good. Because to me, friend zone means I don't respect a woman enough to be friends with her before dating. And, you know... You know, every a lot of the like the best relationships or almost relationships I've had were because I was friends with the person first. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe wait, (laughs) wait a little bit, get to know the person. They don't owe you anything. And, you know, if they like you back, that's a bonus. But if not, you know, you can't (laughs) expect that they're going to automatically go for you.
4: Those kinds of posts were like, they're very like, woe is me, which you see a lot of on. UVic confessions. Do you think those posts are like really trying to like gain sympathy or you think it's trying to start a conversation? Like how do you interpret most of those posts? Or do you think they're just kind of trying to get a rise out of people?
0: Well, I think some of them like are are honestly like I am in a dark place and I I want advice or I like genuinely would like advice on how to clean up my act and, you know, get back in the game. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like I have made those posts like, oh, I'm so lonely. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to meet people. But like, you know, some of it's just venting. Like you need a place to put, you know, all those emotions. And then other times, you know, it's just try harder (laughs) doing something wrong. I don't like I don't think they're like, trying like I don't think they're bait to maybe start an angry conversation necessarily but um you know it it's definitely not to pick up girls because like nobody likes whiny like a whiny person
4: yeah you've also submitted your own post before do you kind of revel in the anonymity like would you be posting if it wasn't anonymous
0: um I mean Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Like sometimes, like, a, like if I'm just genuinely asking a question, like, right. I'll I'll post it in multiple places. But other times, yeah, it it's fun. It's kind of like it's like a sneaky little thing mm-hmm. that you can do. And you know, maybe if you have an opinion um, that a lot of people would be angry about, you can put it there. And it's not like get, like like grossly political opinions. It's something small that people just get really angry about. I'm disgusted by all the people wearing winter parkas, gloves, hats, and scarves are in. It's like 10 degrees outside. You do not need the full get up to walk to class. Where I'm from, this is practically shorts weather. Sometimes I hate this f***ing city.
4: And like, this post got 127 likes and reactions. (laughs) Like... What were your expectations like putting that on the page or like submitting it to the admins?
0: I mean, I thought a few people would laugh and then, you know, I don't know. I didn't think it would make be that big and I didn't think it would be that controversial yeah. when I posted it because, you know, I don't know. I guess I was having like a rough day. It was like Monday. It was like super sunny out. I got on the bus and I'm boiling like it's hot on the bus. And I counted, like, five or six people all wearing, like, like winter parkas, like, not just, like, you know, little thin ones. Like, I'm talking, like, Canada goose, full winter get up. And meanwhile, I'm from, nor- the, like, the north of this province. So when I see that and then, you know, having just come home from Christmas and having, like, snow on the ground and, you know, minus 15 degrees, like, seeing people wearing the same thing that I would wear in that weather here when it's sunny and warm and 10 degrees, just, I don't know, it just really got to me.
4: Right. Yeah. Um Clearly, you said you hated yeah. this city.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I don't. I love this city. <laughs> I just, like, occasionally, like, I'll have a moment and I'll see something and I'm like, why? Why do I live here? Like, what is, what is happening?
4: It's such um, a
0: hipster city.
4: <laughs> yeah. And I feel like some of the comments also kind of, like, called you out maybe like it was like you dissing the city that like sparked like a bit of the outrage but you got comments that i have some here one says we get it you're from alberta
0: (laughs) why does everybody assume everyone's from alberta (laughs) i mean there are a lot of people from alberta here yeah but also i think people tend to forget that there's more parts of british columbia than the island and vancouver
4: yeah um (laughs) another comment um Sad how your parents sent you out of province thinking not only that their son would get a degree, but grow up and become a wise man as well. But here you are posting this.
0: <laughs> I would get. There's so many assumptions in that one comment.
4: Yeah. It's like,
0: you know, I, I've gotten a few scholarships to be here. My parents aren't like funding me to like go down and, and dick around and... Me, their son, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I've never been wise. That's not something I've ever owned up to.
4: (laughs) This kind of thing happens all the time on UVic Confessions. A post gets torn apart by different people who are all commenting through their own profiles. Series run rampant in terms of gender assumptions, family class, location. It's become the norm. It's just kind of interesting, like, how... You get to submit like the anonymous post and then everyone like has to like own up to their comments kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But it's almost like this like guys where like they think that their like their actions are justified because you are anonymous kind of thing. Like Yeah. Do you think that if, if your post wasn't anonymous, you'd kind of get the same comments, like in terms of like outrage or like like, assuming, like, where you're from kind of thing?
0: I mean, I feel like people would definitely, like, be a lot less ballsy, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. If I were to post that and say, like, UVic 2021 or, you know, a public group like that, even, like, UVic memes, like... I mean, people might get, you know, say something snarky, but I definitely don't think it would be that thing. And, you know, it's a... Because it is, like, kind of a funny post and kind of um, – people are are also trying to get laughs from their comments. So it's just a lot of mean humor, I guess, going on, which I don't mind. But, like, also maybe don't, like – maybe don't assume that I'm from Alberta because <laughs> I'm not.
4: <laughs> that one really hit home there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From BC!
4: (laughs) Josie is still fairly active on the page. Looking back on it, she can shrug it off and laugh, though. And she by no means feels like the page has become toxic. Yes, it's full of drama. And yes, sometimes the posts are hurtful or misguided. But the ability to react and interpret these confessions makes it real. And that's what makes the community fun. Each post is a mysterious point of view from a real person. And it's fun to imagine who that opinion might belong to. Whether it's a grumpy Albertan man who's been sent away by their family to learn about the world, or a pissed off linguistic student who thinks her city is full of wimps, it's all part of the game. And the admins are also quite fond of this game.
2: Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes like, because on the Facebook page you could switch like how you comment, so you can either comment as myself or as as the page, and you know, with some posts that like, I feel like I have a good answer, I'll switch it to my personal account and I'll just comment on it and be like you know, give them the advice or Mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. opinion on something. But I don't know. Usually I I like to comment when I do comment on the page. I comment as like my admin name and it's usually just some like stupid joke or something. So,
5: Mm. yeah, there was a period of time when, um, kind of I first started out and we would get a lot of those people asking for advice stuff that I would comment as ass pirate and like give the best advice that I could. But, um, now it kind of depends on when we're posting, just because we're all so busy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard to, like, comment on every single thing.
4: It's fairly common to see an admin comment on posts. They post advice, but most of the time, they're just poking fun like everyone else. Whether Ass Pirate is commenting on a broken haiku, or Giraffe is expressing concern about someone's bathroom habits, it's easy to forget that they have a responsibility to the community they created.
5: There was one direct message that we got that we went to campus security about and they kind of handled the situation from there. But, um, yeah, it just, we don't really need to get into the
2: details details. of what it was. It was just kind of
5: someone sending in something that we found kind of concerning and Mm -hmm, we wanted mm -hmm.
2: better be safe than sorry. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
5: And I think that was a huge, um, I guess, learning moment for us as admins because, um, with, the power that comes with running the page. There's also the responsibility of like making sure bad things don't come out of it. And mm-hmm. so we just wanted to take steps to make sure oh, that yeah. that person was okay. Mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. that The it situation was, didn't pan yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I
2: think, I mean, I, like, I mean, I know at one point CLs, like some CLs were like messaging me and they're like, Hey, like cool page. But you know, if people are talking smack about CLs, like, there might be like like we're not gonna like hurt you, but you know I mean what are, what bad. do you mean by CLs? Oh, I mean like the I remember like in community the community
5: begin- leaders in Res. Yeah, oh, okay. Res,
2: like I remember uh, there was one like way in the beginning like there was a confession like someone was you know talking smack about us C- about one of the community leaders and then the other community leaders were like hey like let's just make sure that you know people aren't saying horrible things to other right, people. Right. And that was a learning curve for us because, like, we didn't want to... That's when we kind of decided, okay, yeah, like, we have to... You know, we can't post everything about other people because it's, like, it, mm-hmm. it might affect, it might hurt some people. So we definitely, like, that's when we stopped putting in names. Like, we would, wouldn't post confessions with, like, right. names.
4: One of the benefits of being an admin is getting to see the effect the page has on people's lives.
2: Oh, my page. God. I love it. I think it's, like, I think it's so awesome because it just... I don't know. You just see like, I don't know. It's like for me, at least like there's some points where, you know, I just feel like I kind of like just like omnipresent thing. And I just see all these like people mingling and I'm just like, oh, that's so beautiful. Like keep mingling. That's-
4: <laughs> yeah. Hearing the admins talk about their community, you get a sense that the admin status might be going to their head. And it seems like they're also aware of this.
2: I I did this one time where I was doing my, posting my confessions in a public library, like oh, on the yeah. computer. And I was just like, I wonder if anyone's notices or if anyone cares, like... You know,
5: yeah, I've done that a few times. been on the like, edge a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Posting confessions in class, like, wondering if anyone actually, like, sees us doing it or notices, like, what we're doing. Or if
2: anyone cares, really. Because, yeah, like, sometimes I'm so. like, do people, like, care that I'm in? I mean, like, I don't, I don't really, like... I mean, I don't know. It kind of flip-flops. Like, some days I'm like, I don't care if people know that I run a page, but other days I'm like... It could backfire. but I feel like but... a Hannah Montana kind of idea. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I don't know. It's like... It's cool. Yeah, it's Pardon? cool. Like, sometimes it's like, you get like nice clout and it's
4: just like... <laughs> so it's not all putting out fires. Sometimes they just watch it all play out.
2: Yeah. It's it's really enjoyable at the end of the night to like scroll down or like the next morning to see like which posts, like some posts just explode and like they'll have like like 200 reactions and...
5: The purple convertible one. Do you remember <sighs> that?
2: Which one was that?
5: It was a person that was like claiming to be looking for friends and they were going to buy people waffles or something. Mm. And they were like, you'll know who I am because I drive a purple convertible and I park (laughs) in the same spot. You remember that one? No,
2: I'm just thinking because I I was at Hillside Mall the other day and I swear to I saw a purple convertible.
5: (laughs) 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 Anyways, it turned into this whole thing. People like talking to like the purple convertible person. Was it a convertible? Something like a purple car. Remember.
2: A distinguishable car. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. purple. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. really weird. We get a lot of like really generous sugar daddies that are just like, hey, you want to go on a date with me? I'll like buy you dinner and stuff like... But
5: <gasps> it's not even sugar daddies. Like we it's like, has, girls like girls some- being like... Just looking for someone to spoil. Yeah,
6: exactly. We also have like those, like the foot daddy. We had a confession recently about, you know, someone really wanted to get in on someone's feet, you know. He was
5: like, (laughs) no, he was asking people to like PM him. No, no, no. He was asking people to comment if they were willing to sell him socks.
6: Oh, really?
5: And we put it up just as a joke. And I don't know if anything ever came of it, but we just thought that was so funny. Uh-huh. There's a lot of confessions <laughs> like to that buy socks. Just Godspeed,
2: my friend. <laughs> There's a lot of confessions like that where I'm like, I wonder if like anything came of this because right. like I hear like some success stories of like people like okay, actually like finding relationships due to due right. to like the page.
1: This episode of You in the Ring is brought to you by the grad House. One of the best-kept secrets on campus, the Grad House is for everyone. They offer a range of housemade meals that cater to diverse dietary needs. And with weekly specials, you are sure to find something new every time you visit. Located right off the bus loop, the Grad House is a great place for lunch, dinner, or just hanging out with friends. The Grad House. You don't have to be a grad student to eat here. If there's any cute boy who loves physics and nature and animals, I'm looking for you. Please stay single. Thanks.
8: Um, my name is Ray Lomas. I'm a third year student at UVic, which I love. I'm currently studying physics. And I really like the outdoors and the sky and the ocean. Basically everything to do with nature.
4: Ray first heard about the page in his first year. So what did you think
8: about it? To be honest, I don't spend a lot of time scrolling through, but I, whenever I saw it, I would always read the posts, like when they came up in my newsfeed. And some of them were quite interesting. And I would kind of try and guess if I knew the person.
4: So you started just kind of browsing it. And then one day your friend tags you in a post. Tell me about that experience.
8: Okay, so I was just having a regular day on campus when I looked at my computer and I had been tagged by my good friend in a post on UVic Confessions. So I looked at the post and it was a post that was very related to me. I would have thought of myself if I had read the post.
4: Do you approve the tagging?
8: I have definitely approved the tagging. I am in physics, and I love physics, and I love nature.
4: You're the perfect and
8: person. maybe I'm cute. I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> and so I, I looked, and I had been tagged in it, and kind of laughed to myself, and that was that.
4: All right, so what happens
8: next? Um, I did kind of have some hopes that maybe a charming, cute young lady in physics would um, get in contact with me and perhaps we would start courting. And this is actually what happened. I, I think the very same day, actually, I received a message from someone who was not my friend on Facebook. And this someone said, this is a little weird, but one of your friends tagged you in a post that I made in UVic Confessions. And I was wondering if you wanted to go on a date with me. And how did that? how
4: did that make you feel when you got that message?
8: That made me feel good. I was like, oh my, someone wants to... Go on a date with me, I was assuming that someone had stalked my Facebook page right. and approved of my content, so that made me feel good as well
4: right you've been like validated
8: exactly, and so I thought I should return the favor and stalk her page okay and and what did you what did you see? I saw a beautiful girl who it seemed like the outdoors. There was pictures of her backpacking, and I love backpacking. So I thought maybe we would have some things in common. Okay. And did she like physics? And she did not. I couldn't tell from her page if she liked physics. Okay. But I was assuming she liked physics okay. from making the status. And where did
4: where did this conversation lead?
8: Um. So I replied to the initial message with... Yes, that sounds great. Um I would love to get together with you and see if what will come of
4: it. Okay. And so, I guess you organized some kind of date? Yes, we did. What was the what was the plan for the date? So the plan was
8: to go on an adventure that we spontaneously created. So we met at a Classic coffee shop. Okay. Classic coffee shop date. And... um,
4: You guys just got coffee?
8: We just got coffee. Okay. And we drank it and chatted. It was initially a little awkward because we had... Of the way we'd met and we really just talked about physics and... So she did like physics. She did like physics. Turns out she's also in physics. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was neat to know we could bond over some of the same teachers and um we talked about nature and kind of got the whole backstories of each other's lives as short as we
4: made it it was yeah so i guess tell me a bit about like what's going through your head as like you're walking to the coffee shop like Mm. again like did you have like hopes expectations were you like nervous excited like um, I was actually a little out of
8: breath because I had missed the bus. Oh no! <laughs> and didn't want to be late, so I had been running to another bus, and that let me off somewhere not as close. So I ended up running really quickly to the coffee shop. Turned out, I made it with a few minutes to spare. Nice. You and can compose yourself exactly. And she wasn't actually there yet, so. Okay. I kind of sat on the curb outside the coffee shop <laughs> just and just calmed enjoying, down. <laughs> enjoying nature. Exactly. It was nice cement. I did a bit of people watching. It was funny because I had only seen her from her Facebook profile. Right. So I was and, those,
4: like, and those can be kind of misleading.
8: Very. So I was not sure if this person walking was going to be her or, and it was a weekend and a busy day. So there was lots of people that I w- was like, that. Could be her. <laughs> um, we also, after had coffee, we ended up walking to the ocean Okay, and talking a bit more and climbed on some rocks and just ran around a little bit. I, I ran around. I don't think she did. I was feeling pretty good that day because I got a lot of stuff done the previous day and was kind of in a free mood. Um, but I, during it, like, within the first hour or so, I kind of knew that there wasn't really a connection.
4: Right. So you made the call kind of, like, pretty early on.
8: Yeah. And I thought, I'll just play it out and see how the rest of it goes. But I knew I would be going home pretty early.
4: Right. I guess, do you kind of romanticize about, like, blind dates or, like, you know like, internet-curated kind of, like, romances? Were you kind of, like, enamored by the idea of, like, having a connection or, like, potentially meeting someone, like, online through, like, this weird, quirky way?
8: Um, mm, I would say more. I'm more of a, like, I would prefer to bump into someone and kind of meet them that way as opposed to online. But it still is a good feeling and, like, There is an air of excitement to be had when you don't know what it could be and you have someone that you think is interested in you and you're going out to try and see what becomes of hanging out for the first time. So there was a romanticized air about it, I
4: definitely was feeling. Tell me about how did the date end? You guys go to the beach, you climb on on some rocks, do some running around. Um,
8: so we're at the beach, running around. I love to beach comb, so I had found uh a really cool shell that had a hole in it, and that was where the date got the most romantic. um she thought perhaps I could use that whole shell as... Uh, hair elastic potentially <laughs> and so she tried to put my hair in this shell with a hole in it didn't work that was yeah that was like the most flirty romantic part of the date I think we we're laughing and I ended up putting the hole that the shell with the hole in it on a beautiful driftwood stick I found and kind of making a little magic wand out of it which I still have actually it's a really beautiful piece of art oh and then I tied some bull kelp seaweed onto that and had made kind of like a a cowboy whip type thing which I was feeling Indiana Joe-ish a bit and kind of Played with that for actually quite a while.
4: What was she doing while you were, like, doing all this stuff?
8: <laughs> she was kind of, like, watching the ocean. I I was kind of adventuring farther on the rocks than I think she felt comfortable doing.
4: So you guys almost, like, slowly drifted away as the, like, the date progressed, like, both emo- yeah. like emotion- figuratively <laughs> and literally.
8: Yeah, we were, I mean, we were still within... 20 feet of each other for most of it but there wasn't a lot of talking that was happening we were kind of just doing our own thing on the beach and I love birds as a part of nature I love birds so I did a lot of birding and saw actually we saw a lot of hummingbirds that day oh wow so yeah she quite liked that there was so many hummingbirds I usually see a a few hummingbirds every day, but there was probably 20 hummingbirds that we saw this day. Okay. Which was neat. So I was pretty, I was almost more infatuated with the birds. Than, than it, her. Than her for it. And so then we, it was getting a little bit late and I had some other plans that I wanted to partake in later that day. So I said... I was going to head home. And we ended up walking for about 40 minutes to catch the bus. And the bus didn't come for a while once we got to the stop. So we ended up just doing handstands for about 10 or 15 minutes.
4: (laughs) All right. So you guys, the bus finally shows up. Yep.
8: And we took the bus and... I pointed out an old house I used to live in. She laughed. And then I got off the bus.
4: After they parted ways, she sent Ray a text.
8: And she just said that she had had a lot of fun and would love to hang out again.
4: And how did you respond to that?
8: And I said, yes, I also had a lot of fun and would love to hang out again.
4: Did you guys hang out again?
8: We didn't. I, I honestly didn't actually want to hang out again, but I said it, maybe to like be nice, which is not necessarily being nice. I, as I look at it, um, but I felt like it was the thing to say. She messaged me the after that first weekend, asking about the next weekend. And I said I couldn't hang out. And she said, okay, maybe next time. And I didn't reply to that. And that's the
4: last correspondence we've had. Do you think the an- anonymity of it kind of like ruined it by like expectations being too high? Or do you think it just kind of it was like a natural kind of disinterest in it after a while?
8: I think um we just didn't have as much in common as we thought based on physics and nature, which I guess is kind of broad, but we were she was uh a little younger than I was, and I think that played a big role in it. But um I definitely learned some things from the experience and we always say hi to each other when we see each other on campus and stuff. And I I... still see her occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. We don't have any classes or anything together, but I've seen her, I think, three or four times on campus.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of expectations from those posts and they don't always work out kind of thing. Um, And maybe it is just like the pressure of kind of making these quirky, awkward romances work, but I feel like they're just, you know, they're as vulnerable to, like, you know, those kinds of pitfalls as, like, normal romances are.
8: Yes, I agree. And I I hope that some of these, I feel like this is not an uncommon occurrence for this page, and I hope that some of them do work out and maybe they've found their soulmates <laughs> from UVic Confessions and
4: Crushes. Even though the post didn't lead to a second date, it's still a memory he's fond of. Listening to him describe this date, I couldn't help but root for them. These two physics students who were awkwardly brought together by this page and their love of nature, the circumstances almost demand a happy ending. But like most things on evic Confessions, it remains ambiguous and unresolved. My last question is, would you ever go on another kind of anonymous confession date? Would you do it again?
8: I th- I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. I think you never know who the person is going to be and uh we could really hit it off and be very happy together. So I think I would do it again.
4: I asked the admins if they had ever heard of a long-term relationship starting on their page and it's happened a few times.
5: Sometimes if we meet people like um like sometimes if I tell someone that I'm Ask Pirate, they'll tell me like stories of what's happened right. to them through the page. And yes, yeah. sometimes I've like met people that were like, "Oh, I ended up meeting my boyfriend through that page," mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, "That's cool." We we had a friend that yeah. ended up dating like for, dating someone for like, for like, a, like a year or yeah, something good, yeah. that came through the page. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even know that we were the admins at that point.
4: But they do now.
5: Oh, no,
2: all my friends know. (laughs) We're, like, kind
5: of bad at keeping it a secret from, like, our close friends.
4: During this whole interview, I kept forgetting just how new the page is to them. They've only recently got the hang of it, and they're still learning the extent of what this community can do or even wants. The plan, it seems, is just to keep it going.
5: We're looking at um, a few new projects coming up pretty soon that we're excited about. Okay. Stuff that's kind of on the down low, so I won't get too into that.
4: Please? please?
5: Well, there was a time when, well, there is always confessions that are people talking about how lonely they are, and especially in first year, it's really hard to meet people and make friends sometimes. So there is a group that kind of started through our page that is about... um, like bringing people that don't know tons of people on campus together. So we're looking into working more with that group and helping them out as much as we can because I think that's something that's important for our page. Bringing people together is kind of our thing.
4: The admins care about this community, and they want to make sure that it's supported for years to come. But the long-term future of the page is uncertain. It's so far away that it's hard to imagine what the next generation of admins will look like or if anyone will even be interested in it.
2: I th- I don't know if, like, I'll care at that point I'm leaving. I don't know if I'll just be like, take it. I don't yeah, care what yeah. happens to it. Or if, like, I'm going to, like, I'm probably just going to, like, I was thinking, like, we host interviews or something, but I don't know. I feel like-,
5: like as we, like, progress in our years in university, we should start bringing on people that are, in younger years and like training them while we're still here.
6: I personally think we should do some Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory kind <laughs> of
5: deals. So obviously we definitely need That's to discuss for- <laughs> this Super War. <bit> more. am <laughs> handing out golden tickets around. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely
2: at some, I definitely like, if like my last day here, if anyone cares at all, I'm definitely gonna do like a reveal like I am Batman. Yeah.
5: <sighs> so something like that. We might reveal who we are before we go, but um. You just
2: put a ticket in like the pre-made sandwiches at like <laughs> <laughs> every. Um, Egg burger. Yeah. yeah, you gotta go. <laughs>
5: yeah, something like that. <laughs> so we'll figure out a way to keep it going, because I think it would be pretty sad if the page just died.
4: What started out as a way to entertain themselves and students slowly grew into something much more meaningful. The stories I heard while doing research for this episode almost always ended with a boost of confidence, or some sense of optimism. And I feel like the admins have also had this happen to them. As the page continues to grow, I feel like so too do the people using it. Whether it's secret admirers, angry commenters, hopeful physics students, or self-proclaimed superhero admins. Behind every post is a weird and wacky story that someone doesn't want to keep to themselves, but is too shy or embarrassed to own. So thanks for sharing. This episode of You in the Ring was produced by Brendan McGee, with help from Olivia Denozo, Isaac Delabo, and me, Andrew Hines. Our executive producer is Mary Decker. Thanks to all of our guests, Giraffa, Ass Pirate, Chadman, Josie Wendling, Madeline Hyde, and Ray Lamas. This program wouldn't be possible without the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada and the UVIC Student Awards and Financial Aid Work Study Program. If you like this podcast, Tune in next week, and subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you get your podcasts.
0: This episode of You in the Ring is brought to you by GradHouse. One of the best-kept secrets on campus, the Grad House is for everyone. They offer a range of house-made meals that cater to diverse dietary needs. And with weekly specials, you are sure to find something new every time you visit. Located right off the bus loop of UVic, the Grad House is a great place for lunch, dinner, or just hanging out with your friends. The Grad House. You don't have to be a grad student to eat here.
1: Hey, give me your ear. Let's, uh, let's pull back the curtain for a minute and check out Behind the Scenes of CU Phoebe's Podcasts.
3: My name is Brendan McGee, and I am the producer of You in the Ring. There are a lot of conversations that go on in and around campus, and I feel like what You in the Ring was able to do is bring to the table this tangible story that could really get to the truth, and um, we had an amazing team that all got together every single month, and we tried to you know, like I said, take these conversations and, and then just, just keep on going with them and running with them. And it's like, it's like, for instance, if you, if you find a a hunk of clay and you're like, okay, this is, you know, just a hunk of clay and then you hack at it or you play with it a little bit and it starts turning to form into something, you know, and throughout the whole process of this project, we kind of it was almost like we were passing the clay off to the group members and everybody in the group and we were trying to see what each person could kind of bring to the table and in that process we were able to come up with these you know stories that you know really meant a lot to a lot of people and we got to speak with some amazing people in that process as well that i could never have imagined to you know even think about talking to which was really cool i guess what i like most about this project was really trying to, you know, push myself beyond what I thought was the finish line. Um, whenever, you know, one of us would be like, okay, I think we're good here. Another one of us would be like, no, 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 like there's someone else we could reach out to and get another angle for this story. Or, you know, we could, you know, talk to this person and see how they felt about it, even though their maybe their perspectives didn't align with the group themselves um, and, you know, sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't. But what we got was, in the end, I think something magical and hopefully everyone is able to enjoy it.
1: If you like this episode, you might also like an upcoming episode of You in the Ring about the infamous website Rate My Prof called Date My Prof.